Yeah, it was a great battle. Like I said in the press conference, um, I've grown up in the Wacker, sink or swim, into playing fast bowling, and um, I've always think, thought it's a strength of mine. Um, I had to be on every single ball for Woody, and um, I was certainly going to take on the pull shots if it was the right ball for me. So um, I think as a team, we've got to nullify him in the second innings and make sure we, um, if we can, whether the game throws at us tomorrow, try and get a lead in the third innings. Did he take on the pull shots, Mitch Marsh? And we were last night dragged straight back into the Ashes drama. Day one of the third test was as compelling as any other in this engrossing series. And we signed off evenly poised for mine. Australia 263 all out off the back of that incredible Mitch Marsh century. And four catches drop, I might add. England three for 68. The Aussies looking sharp in the field late in the day. Former Aussie test, no DI quick. Ryan Harris is back with us. Ryan, good morning. Thanks all for your time. Yeah, cheers. Good morning. What did you make of it all? Uh, thank God for Mitch Marsh and thank God for England dropping catches. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, look, it was a, well, the knock itself first was phenomenal. I was sitting watching that just thinking, you know, unbelievable. Once he sort of had that uh, reprieve, I guess, from Joe Root, um, the, the hitting, the striking. I mean, I, I don't know if I've, I know anyone that hits the ball so hard, harder than him. Um, it, it's just phenomenal how much power he gets behind, the, you know, when he hits the ball. But, just, just to go out and do that when they're under the pump at, at four for eighty or four for ninety, whatever it was, um, you know, just it, well, he finally, he finally able to show what he can do on the on the, on the big stage. He's been in and out. As he said in his press conference, people were frustrated with him in Australia. He's one of the most hated players in Australia. But yeah. I think uh, we saw last night that um, if you can't love Mitch Marsh from now on after that, um, uh, he's never going to. But just a phenomenal um, sort of um, regard action, I guess. But then, as I said. Um, from the rest of the crew, um, not not so good. Uh, a little bit disappointing. It's not the first time they face someone who's bowling, you know, 145 k. Don't get me wrong; it's not easy, but that's what their job is. So it's a little bit disappointing from the from the rest of the batters. But he's got us. Uh, Mitch Marsh has got us in the game, and obviously three for seventy, as you said, I think it's pretty easy, boys. What about the strength of mind to do what he did as well, Ryan? Like, I, I, as you said, under the pump, but he comes out and he's prepared to strike the ball and go for his shots right off the off the top. And even when he was put down on, on 12, which is a, a whole other story that we touched on, he still just had that total conviction to back himself in. Yeah, and that, I think that's sort of the way he's been um, playing, Sam. Like, he's, over the last, um, you know, well, probably three to four years, three to five years. He's, that's how he's played in shield cricket. He comes out, plays his shots and, and expresses himself. And as I said, it's been it's great to see last night that he had the, the opportunity, but also the, the courage, I guess, in that position of the game to, to go out and do exactly what Mitch Marsh does. Obviously, obviously, you've got a life, but, um, you know, what you, what you the, old, the old saying, if they, you know, drop catches and they give you a chance, go on and make it big, and, and, he, and he did that. And But, yeah, as you say, to, to come out and just take, take, take the game on, I mean, that, that would be his role. As I said, he's done that <clears throat> now in Shield Pickett for Western Australia for a while. Um, so, it, you know, we look at it from afar and think, wow, you know, we haven't seen that before, but he has he has done that, and, and that would be his role, batting where he is. Yeah. Um, you know, doing, you know, when he goes to getting the opportunity. So, um, you know, it was fantastic. I was just sitting there and watching it. It was unbelievable. It was. It was incredible. You couldn't take your eyes off it. And he does speak well, doesn't he? Like, I mean, you mentioned that famous or infamous quote from four years ago where he, where he came out and said, well, most of Australia – hate me, and you felt for him in that moment. You played the one test with him, I think, maybe back in, you know, 2014 even. I mean, what what's he like in the dressing room? Because the way his century was celebrated amongst the, uh, his teammates last night showed you just how popular he must be in the dressing room. Well, that's the thing, and the way I look at it, yeah, look, he admits it. He, he's had a lot of opportunities, no doubt about that. Um, he admits that. 
flip side of it, it's not his fault because <laughs> he's not a selector. He keeps getting picked when he performs well and, you know, he hasn't been as consistent as his life. He admits that. But, you know, those comments from way back, which were, again, at the time, were very unfair. Mitch Marsh, those who know who know Mitch Marsh, um, he's just a phenomenal character. He, he, he um, He's funny, he, he, you know. He's he's just a great character around the change room. And as you said, we we saw that from the from the celebration last night. Um, and what he adds to the change room is a lot of humour um, and a lot of fun. And and as I say, that the, the the people that know Mitch Marsh as a cricketer is totally different as uh, to the character. He he, um, he he just adds so much to that. And as you said, that that celebration last night, I think we saw how happy and and pleased that um, that change room was for well, wonder get him out of, out of a sticky situation, but also to, 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 for Mitch Master has some um, success, which he's been obviously you know, dying for and waiting for with Cameron Green in his spot. Yeah, and what a time to deliver. So his power with the bat, Ryan, was matched by Mark Wood's power with the ball. Now, this was an incredible display of fast bowling. I think one of them, the speedo was clocked at 155 kilometres an hour. Can you take us into the mindset of when you're just spending every last drop as a quick, as obviously Mark was last night? Yeah, wasn't it wasn't it awesome to watch? Um, you know, I've had a lot of people, a few people, uh, texting me just just saying how good it's just to watch. You know, pure raw pace, which we don't see a lot of. You know, our boys are a good pace, um, but that, that's that's ten k on top of sort of what we're averaging at the moment. Um, so to, to to see that and and for the boys to top that is, you know, as I said, it's a, it's a bit of a well, haven't had it for a while, but they should know how to play fast bowling. That's their job, I guess, but. Um, oh look! I mean, you're striving for it. I mean, you, I think you see how much force and how much energy he puts into it when he just about every ball falls over when he when he delivers the ball, um, which you know just just shows that he is putting absolutely 100 percent into it. And the, 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 the thing I, I saw, I loved last night was the, not just the pace, but the position of his wrist and the, and the swing he was getting. That's, yeah. that's hard at, at that pace. You, you see, you know, normally you sacrifice something. Um, you know whether it's accuracy or, or swing at that pace, but he had he had all of it, <laughs> and and it was as I said, it was just fantastic to to sit and watch. And and I know, I mean, facing that, I think we saw that Pat, Pat Cummins was definitely so he, he wasn't even near that before that ball hit his pad. Oh. He was so far behind it, it wasn't funny. And I and I tell you now, I reckon who was down at the other end was Trav Head. Yep. Went down and said, maybe you should refer that. And I reckon Paddy said, no, no, I'm done. I'm off. <laughs> um, yeah. I reckon I'm getting off. But that was that was genuine pace. And I think even Paddy, like he's not. He's, he's okay with the bat. Uh, he was so far behind that ball. It wasn't funny. That's how quick it was. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to see it, I don't reckon. So <laughs> just take us into the yard a little bit, Ryan. So Mark Wood's not a tall man. He's not a massive man. I don't think that's an outrageous statement. Technique-wise, how was he able to generate that sort of speed and power? Oh, just it's strength. It's 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 one of those things. People always ask me, how do you know? I, I don't think you can teach raw pace. I think you've either got it or you haven't. It's the... The physics of the body. I'm not going to go into it because it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just. I mean, he height-wise. Um, I reckon he's just got me covered. I'm not tall. I'm not. Even, I'm just. Well, mine would just be six foot. It's just the, the the rhythm of his action, the timing of the crease, the snap that he gets, the you know the the wrist behind the ball just is is just phenomenal. And that, as I said, it's it's really hard to teach that sort of stuff. You can you can you can sort of tweak actions to try and get as much momentum and velocity and pace going towards the batsman, but you're not going to, you know, that's that's really hard to, you know, and that might only gain you five to ten k, in my opinion. So what he does is just unique. And as I said, there's not many around the world at the moment that are, that are, that are matching that pace and who can do it. Um, 
as well as quick as that, but also as accurate as that. So given he's been injured, and look, all players are injured, of course, but is he in it? Is it too simplistic to say Mark Wood's in it for a good time and not a long time? Like, can he keep this up for, for a long career? or is And would he have to potentially be saved from himself in this regard, Ryan? Or you just say, mate, go your hardest and whatever whatever you're able to give us is what you give us? Well, that's a really good question. So I, I think what we saw last, what we saw in Australia where I think Joe Root bowled him in a long spell and broke him. And I don't think he can do that. And I think what we're seeing last night, I mean, I was sitting there thinking, you know, Mark Wood had only bowled four or five overs and the rest had bowled, you know, nine to ten. Why isn't Mark Wood bowling? But they're obviously using, with their attack, obviously Ollie Robinson's gone down, but with their attack, they're obviously using him a bit like we used Mitchell Johnson in 2013 and, or when he played. We yeah. used him as a bit of an attack goal, I guess, and coming in and you've got four overs, you want him to bowl as fast as you can, intimidate as much as you can. And then hopefully the other the other quick snout can come in. Um, they call, mate, when the quick goes off, the, you know, and the others come on who aren't as quick, the batters will try and target, and hopefully that sort of creates opportunities as well. So it's a really good question. I, I, I think, well, he, he loves playing Test cricket, so um, and he's a fit guy. Um, but whether he can keep up that pace for a long period of time, that that'll, time will tell, I guess. But um, I hope he does because, it's, as I said, it's it's so good to watch. Um, oh, it's amazing. You know, it's so good. I mean, even you know. <laughs> intimidating the batters and, and, and bowling that like that that was just absolute raw pace. Yeah. And there was one bouncer that went flat over Johnny Bairstow said it took one bounce and thundered into the into the fence at the other end. Like he was bowling that quick. So what do you think happens tonight, Ryan? Obviously the wicket of Joe Root is a prized one. Yeah, Root and Stokes um, to me are the are the big ones. And even Bairstow. Um, you know Bairstow, I know Johnny Bairstow. He's he's a determined bugger and, and he'll he'll know that um, he wouldn't be happy with what happened in the last test, um, and, and, and he'll be determined. He's playing his home ground as is Joe Root. So we, we need you know, two or three big wickets. Remember, they're, they're probably a batter down because um, they didn't replace Pike uh, yeah. with a batsman. They put you know Chris Wokes in, who don't who can hold the bat, but again with our with our pace, um, you know, with our bowlers, hopefully um, that doesn't happen. But if we get a couple of two or three wickets is, is crucial as quick as possible. We just got to keep them. You know, around that, you know, to, well, hopefully lead, um, we have a lead, but if they go go past us by a lot way, when we know that ground's going to, that wicket's going to flatten out, the outfield's lightning. So chasing runs there, we know that they love chasing runs, and they've done it there before a few years ago. And, um, you know, so we've got to just get really in roads and, and get those, you know, three big wickets, I think. And then hopefully if we do it quick, then we can hopefully come out with a bit of lead. Hey, Ryan, you mentioned Johnny Bairstow. What, what, what's your old mate doing with the gloves in this series? Can you please explain? He's struggling. <laughs> Isn't he? Oh. Uh, and look, and I'm happy to stick the boot in when they're down. Don't get me wrong, but Johnny, <laughs> no, look, he's better than that. There's no doubt about that. He's better than that. And, and England, not, I know, um, picking a, a part-time keeper. Everyone keeps, you know, going on about being a part-time keeper. He does keep. He's a keeper. So he's just having a bad trot. Whereas, I mean, you look at the other side of the coin, and Alex Carey's having an absolute, yeah, you know, unbelievable series with the gloves um, as well. So, and that probably that probably um, magnifies what what Johnny's doing. You know, so. But look, he, yeah, he's struggling. Uh, it's one of those things you go through. You go through form in, in this game, and, and he's going through a bad patch at the moment. But uh, look, he's better than that. There's no doubt about that. I'm not going to sink the boot into him too much, <laughs> but he, he's better than what we're seeing at the moment. There's no doubt about that. And gee, Mitch Marsh picked up a wicket last night, one right on the button. So he, he's going to have a role to play with the ball as well. He's having some sort of yeah. a match. Yeah, huge, huge role. And and, and and I didn't actually, I couldn't last the last session last night. I went to bed and woke up this morning and saw he had one. And, and, and I'm, I'm, well, I was really pleased with Paddy um, Cummins' captaincy to, to, to give him the ball after the day he's had. No doubt he was going to get a wicket or two um, with, with, the, with the day he had. So, you know, while, while you've got the momentum in, your, in, in a player and the confidence, um, 
you know, you give, you give him the opportunity. And, and obviously he did that last night and came in and got a big wicket. So he'll have a big role to play again, um, you know, in, in, in this, well, the rest of this innings. Uh, I'm not sure how much Todd Murphy's going to bowl at this stage with that mm. wicket. Um, yeah. A little bit of pace. But um, he might come into it in the second innings. But, um, yeah, let's hope we can get early in race tonight and, and get those big wickets. Rhino, love having you on as always, mate. Love your insights. Appreciate you uh, sparing some time this morning. Uh, enjoy the viewing tonight. Thanks, mate. There's Ryan Harris there joining us. Uh, love his insights as always. Just this text from Marbles and Mount Martha.